0: Trini Woodall joins us live from London,
1: hello. I'd like to
2: say live from London and be in some (laughs) incredible backdrop and show you you know, Buckingham Palace, actually not necessary for the Australians, maybe Regent Street and Oxford Street and the lights, but no, I'm in my little room that I've lived in for a year.
1: Uh, You look like you're in your closet, which is fine because this is where we find you most of the time because you have this makeup range, Trini London, and Trini, it's just going from strength to strength we know you originally from fashion but in 2017 Mm -hmm. you made this leap into beauty which kind of sounds easy but i'm guessing it's not
2: i think what's not is when you make a big um career change and you might have been doing something that was a bit in the public eye before there's a there's a tag you'll be known for for ages so you know it will be trini from what not to wear or trini from whatever and that transition to Trini Beauty Entrepreneur is a long one, because people want to associate you for what you're most known for by the public. So that is a while, but internally, that journey has been one where the reality behind the scenes is always very different. And I had been doing a lot of TV and then we'd stopped being the flavor of the month as it were. And we started doing TV out of England. We came to Australia. We did TV shows there, which I loved. 28 days working with one day off, but I still adored it. And then we did 16 other countries. And when I was around those countries, I met so many women who didn't know how to do their makeup. And it was the one thing that I really noticed first. And they would be stuck. So they'd either be like stuck that they were in their 20s, maybe they'd had really bad acne and then the skin had got better, but they didn't know what to do because they just covered themselves. They could have been girls who were perpetual students and they, um, all their girlfriends were like, you know, doing social media and having fun. And and they kind of didn't catch up with their girlfriends to women who just Felt they'd done the same makeup for ten years in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies. So we kind of, I, I love. And what I wanted the most when I launched in London is we would be a very ageless brand, and and mothers would give it to daughters and daughters to mothers because it felt easy for everyone. You know that was my intention. And all those women, those three thousand women I made over, I, I, I got from that. I want something really easy in my life.
1: But what we get from you, Trini and this shines through, is that you love women. You make you make women feel good about themselves. And I think that that's what women pick up on.
2: Um, I do. <laughs> I do love women mm-hmm. and, and um, I love to make women feel better. Mm. You know, I like to leave a woman and have to think, I feel better about myself. And you work in TV, so you know the importance of you know in when you work in TV you learn sorry that's my slack you learn how quickly to develop an intimate relationship with somebody to understand the crux of what you're talking about so with um my relationship with women and especially since we've been on lockdown you know of just speaking to women every day and and the speaking to them like we're speaking to each other in the same room Mm -hmm. you know and and That's something I love doing. And since I was six and a half, making over my friends at school. So it's not a passion that's gone away or I've got tired of, and it brings me joy, tremendous joy, and I hope it brings women joy because you feel better. You know, That's the kind of things that make me feel better.
1: So can we talk about the growth? So in your first year, 10 of you working on the makeup range from your kitchen table originally, then there's 37 employees, then 66. Now you have 134 people working on a team. So yeah. to achieve that kind of growth, you're obviously doing something right.
2: Yes, I think it's definitely presenting something that women want. So that's the first thing because you've got to get people you know, to love something and they can look and they can love it look at my little i got this here a few days ago for something but this is like you oh, know, just that isn't that joy don't you want that in your bathroom for goodness sake, I,
1: that's, that's like it. a lazy susan times on steroids right. right yeah it's a lazy susan but so women you know
2: fall in love which is what you want first mm. and they fall in love with the idea of what it might be and then they get it and then they try it and it, and it works because that's the biggest thing. You've got to think how many women are going to come back and say, yes, I got it and I want to get more or I want to buy more. So so in that way, we have, have had fantastic growth because women have come back and come back and come back and they've told their friends. And then I think for us during uh, COVID, we had many women and, and when COVID occurred, I we were actually only 70 people because we hired a lot of people during covid Um, but we you know turned upon advertising everything because we just thought what's going to happen there was that feeling in march um, especially in europe of let's stop everything and just take a breath and then we saw that people were still buying every single day It, it hadn't gone down even though we'd stopped the advertising and we thought well actually maybe we should just you know not be this nervous and just go with whatever's happening out there and I think what had happened is a lot of women who followed me, perhaps, who had been thinking, I'll oh, wait till Trini London comes to a store near me, then actually thought, well, let me go and play with this technology where she says I can personalize and get makeup for my skin, hair, and eye, which is what we, one of the biggest parts of the business. And they did. And they told their friends, and they did, and they did. And so that's been something that, you know, we might have been staying at home, but it's not difficult. And to do things that aren't difficult, where, you might wake up feeling a little bit stressed. You know, you catch sight of yourself in the mirror and you feel, God, I really look tired. Yeah. And you can either choose to spend the day like that or do something that takes five minutes and then feel better. And like that's why I always believe make the effort. You know, I do this thing, closet confessions, on on my Instagram, which is you know every week just talking about different ways to dress. But last week I did it on Zoom calls, and and um, you know, my life is Zoom calls like this. So. It's about what do you see in that, you know, and, and what's the most important things. And even, you know, even if you're going back to my body shape stuff, but even if you're a lady with a clavage, you know, is it important to have the clavage or to have lots of color by your face? You know, if you wear glasses, can you wear earrings? And it's framing yourself. And, of course, the most important thing to frame, like today, I thought I I've slept six hours last night. I'm going to put on a nice lip. Because that will that will give an impact to the screen. And I can do a little mascara and a little flash of an eye. But I'm done. I, I did my makeup in, in one and a half minutes before. Because before that, <coughs> I was trying to push up my face with some tools to <laughs> to take away wow. the sleep of the night, you know. It looks very cloudy, yes. that yes. doesn't it? Yes, it yes. Um and you know, that's what we do as women, you know. It's all smoke and mirrors, isn't it? Even on a budget.
1: Tell us about the range of new products here in Australia and you want people, you want to enhance people's natural beauty and you can do that in a, in a minute and a half, as you said. Was it a conscious decision in, in building your, your product?
2: For sure. I to things that you could do. So like I did my eyes, you know, just yeah. in one minute. Um, no, not one minute. I probably did them in 20 seconds, actually. They're probably slightly uneven, but I want to, whenever I think of new formulations, I think of what does a woman need in her life? What do I think a woman's lacking in her life? And I think the bigger established brands might have a lot of skews and they might think, okay, this is a concept we're building. Let's think of the nine other things in that category. That's how a grown-up beauty brand will deliver. And they have a longer turnaround and everything. So because we're mobile and we're online, I think we can think of, you know, what is it? So my last biggest launch, I mean, we, we did, We've done three um, since I was last in Australia, but I developed a skincare makeup hybrid and, and many words in beauty I think are quite overused. You know, I don't like the word anti-aging. I think it's derogatory for women. And I think that you've got to look at ingredients on products now. You know, we, I think we're, we've become more educated and lots of brands have come out which, which are led by the ingredient on it. You know, so we're learning niacinamide, vitamin C's, acids, you know, we're learning all these names. And sometimes it makes it even more confusing. So I wanted something that would really deal with stress on your skin. And I started research what happens if our skin gets stressed. So we have um, stress releasing cortisol, which is a hormone. It comes out, sits right out on your epidermis. And it's that, you know, when you're like wizened, you know that feeling, you're like, "Ah!"
1: No, I totally <laughs> Okay, <laughs> okay. yes,
2: that... I do. That, that can be the effects of cortisol and it would dehydrate your skin and everything. So I thought, okay, what can I put in? And I did research on uh, uh, an ingredient called neoproline. And neoproline reduces the level of cortisol on your upper so I thought, great, I want X percent of that. And my MPD team said, no, 2% is the trials and it does a 60% reduction. I said, no, I want 10%. So anyway, we've ended up with a, a this product called de stress. And it will reduce your cortisol levels on your face. It protects you from HEV light, but it, as the day progresses, your skin looks better and better and it's got coverage. So the first thing I thought is I want skincare serum, and then let's put some pigment in it to give it coverage instead of here's a foundation and let's put some ingredients in that sound nice. So there's a difference in those two things. And, and if you do a skincare slash makeup hybrid, it should lead with the ingredients. Okay. So I'm passionate about that. And we've just done an eye one now, BFFI, which does the same. And we've just also relaunched our foundation. So I have a thing about foundation, Kylie, because I think I've seen many women who mask themselves and I just see beautiful skin. And I think you don't need to cover everything. You know, we can be very like, here I've got pigmentation, I've got rosacea, I've got, you know, hyperpigmentation, I've got blemishes. So, you know, there's that habit. And I had acne for 15 years of just putting everything on everywhere. <laughs> and you you lose sight of that woman and you flatten her face. So I'm all for saying, you know, just do little, little targeted coverage. So we've increased it now to 25 shades, but um, I'm just trying to find my shade in all of this lovely little uh, tool. Yeah. But, you know, you want to have something where you put it on and you cover so I'm going to cover something, but it will blend into your skin. It's cream based. So that is a different way than taking a liquid product, quite pigmented, putting it all on your face and hiding what's beautiful, you know, not just hiding the things that you think yeah. you want to hide. Yeah.
1: A lot of women do look up to you. And can we just talk about that, that bravery, that sort of leap that you had to take now, aside from the makeup, but this is a, a marketplace scattered full of, there's Dior and, and Chanel and some really big names. Where did you find that bravery to take that leap, which maybe some other women could learn off you, whether it be, you know, in a multitude of other careers that they may be, you know, that they may have?
2: I think what can happen is you, you have an idea and you have an idea inside your head. And I think many women might have that idea of mm-hmm. something they think they want to do. And it's safe inside your head. You know, before you get out on the kitchen table, nobody can critique it, nobody can kill it, nobody can inspire it. You know, it's safe, but it's never gonna happen. And I think I spent many years with ideas inside my head that I never did. And I knew I got to a point, and sometimes the point you get to order to do that it's not the point where everything is rosy i was in a house i couldn't afford my mortgage was too big for the salary i was on um i didn't really have any financial security i didn't know what other job i would do because i've worked in tv a lot of my life and written and just to go and be employed would be difficult and i had this idea and two people said to me you know trini you've got to do it and that really helped me so i i kind of revealed it to them they said you've really got to do it and then it was baby steps. And, and it's always about, you might think you might not know anyone who can help you, but there's always somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. So I think the biggest challenges are the courage to email people and say, can you help me with X? Can you help me with Y? And if they say no, it doesn't matter. Go on to the next person. And it's perseverance. You know, it's like you you knock on 20 doors and one of them will open. So that's one thing that I had to do and, and just... It's like some days you're going to think it's like when I was trying to get pregnant with Lila, I did nine IVF. okay. And it's like you're between that point of I don't ever think it's going to happen, but I'm never going to give up. And there was that point for me of exactly that. You live in this weird bubble Mm -hmm. and you kind of still have that ultimate belief in something. But people around you are not getting it yet. And then one person begins to get it. Who can help you? And then another person begins to get it. And then you might take a step back. The other thing I would say is, you never know what's behind the closed door. Because we can build a scenario in our head where we think this is why something won't happen. But we don't know what's behind the closed door. And it could be there's somebody there who, you know, a month ago got something from me and suddenly they read it today and then they call. You just don't know. So I think it's having that faith.
0: Having faith.
1: We cannot have Trini on without asking about what not to wear. I can't believe 20 years ago, since it premiered on the BBC. 20 years
2: ago? I really, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you and Suzanne, you, ab- you absolutely revolutionised the, you know, before and after. You, you guys were the first to do it. And I think it really struck a chord with millions and millions of viewers. Do, do you still have really fond memories of that?
2: Totally, I mean, you know, because of that show, I traveled the world, I met so many women. I have so many stories inside my head of of meeting those women. My life is enriched by it. Um, It was at the time a very, you know, different show. And I think it spearheaded other shows that I in fact enjoyed doing more. So What Not To Wear was only a three year show. Then I did three years with another channel. And then I went and did, you know, the Australian show, the Makeover Mission in Scandinavia, a show in Germany, a show in America. And those shows, you know, were softer perhaps in a way. You know, they were not like, we'll tell you what your best friend won't was the kind of premise of what not to wear. Sure. And there was obviously the intention of the editors to kind of take Susanna and I and take the extreme of our characteristics and put them in the edit. So you always saw the extreme of us. And I think... We always felt no woman left feeling worse, you know, and and we loved that that had happened
1: 100% absolutely 100% Yeah,
2: so Susanna and I still, you know, we never would want to go back to it and (laughs) occasionally people have asked us to, but Susanna is now I speak to her about once a week, Susanna is now wild swimming around England and it's just brilliant what she does. She literally cracks some ice with an ax and she goes swimming. She's turned into the eccentric 50 year old British woman in the best possible way. And she's fearless, you know, and that fearlessness, like Susanna had a lot of, I'm not going to speak too much for her, but you know, she had a lot of fears to overcome, you know, and I was more fearless in some instances. We had a yin and a yang, but Susanna was more charming. You know, there was like, we had these bits. And I think when we separated, like a marriage (laughs) we had to find those other parts of ourselves and so susanna had to find that courage and i had to find that humor and things that they were all both inside of us but we just suppressed them because the other person had carried that you know so that yeah that's where she's at and she's um written two books and she's got a great website you should look at it while susanna yeah she's doing great
1: I'm so glad you both are friends still. I couldn't have stood it if you weren't friends anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Trini, I'm a long time follower of you on Instagram. Uh, one particular standout, your 2020 bloopers reel. Now- oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I bet <laughs> you're going to show that. I, I, that's why I paused, play reel. Um, you do not shy away from sharing anything. Like, <laughs> do you ever look back and go I can't believe I did that why did I do that never
2: (laughs) never Never. because it's like what we will do you know we all kind of sit here and we're bored and we experiment and we put dog nappies on to do our eyelashes I did the last night again actually my eyebrows and I thought where are those dog nappies um but we you know we do this stuff and I just think as I'm doing it I just think I'll, I'll film. I don't think, let me film a funny film, which makes me look stupid. Mm. I just think, let me film what I'm doing. And and that's the thing about social media. Sometimes I can take two sets back and think, God, this is so gratuitous, you know? And then I'll just think, no, it's not. It's what we all, you know, we all do this, so I'll do it. And if it makes somebody laugh, that's the thing. You know, we've had a lot of, you know, stuff to put up with this year and, um, And so one needs that respite. You really need that respite. And if I can give, you know, there are, I'll tell you what's interesting is there are moments when you, there's a tone out there and everything's very serious and you think, you know, I just want to have an escape. So then you tentatively post something that is an escape. And um, I think the thing about, um, I say actually tentatively is a load of bollocks because the thing about how I feel it's important for me to do social media, is to not give a damn once it's posted. You've got to just post whatever you're gonna post and not kind of curate it or check it out or, ooh, is that a weird post? It's a bad post, there's no bad post. It's like, don't be worried, you know? If you feel something and you you put it up, put
1: it up and that's it. Just put it up. This, this is me, world. this is Trini. Just finally, Trini, uh, you spoke online about your daughter wanting to move to New York to study. Yeah. Um, how are you dealing with this next chapter as a mum? Uh, I'm a mum of two boys. My eldest is just starting university. It's an interesting time. And I think it's if any women have got kids at this stage of their life, gee, it's interesting and it's it's tough.
2: Yeah, I think the toughest thing is you and I will remember our sort of teenage summer of love. Lila was in a room, you know, and at 17 to be well, not so she was 16 then, but that sweet 16 Mm -hmm. going out fun parties, Barbies, none of that happened, you know? And so there were moments in the summer where she saw her friends a bit, but basically Lila's been in a room on Snapchat, FaceTime, TikTok, or or Microsoft groups, you know, to to do what school. And that is very, diff- really difficult. So when there's moments when she might be like, I wanna just take a sledgehammer, you know? You kind of then think this is such, you know not how i grew up not the way a teenager should have that freedom to just you know have fun Mm. and 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 do that and she's not getting that so she's been remarkably fantastic considering all the circumstances she had to put up with she couldn't get to take her exams so they had to do prescriptive you know predicted grades which frankly was really good for her um otherwise it could have been dodgy. and um you know she she will do A-levels now and then she wants to go to American Uni so it's about focusing her and she's going back to school um, next week but,
1: <laughs> but she's next, she's next right. are you ready for her to fly though are you uh, I will be it- gutted when she's
2: not <laughs> gutted because it's like you know this sort of thing of New York that's great and also we just you know we of our business is America. I want to grow it to 25%. So I will be there. I might even rent a flat in New York. You know, I will be traveling there. So therefore, by the time she's in that position, I'll probably be in America a lot more. So that's the only reason that I'm feeling okay about it. Because I don't want to cramp her style in New York, but I want to know I'm there. And it's a big city and she's been there every year of her life. But still, you know, I just, yeah. I got got You know, this feeling. any mother knows this feeling. It's like, yeah, we so want them to not have a messy room and get on with their life, but my God, we don't want them to go as well.
1: Yeah, we'll have, oh, have yeah. the tissues ready. Uh, Trini, it's been as a delight talking to you. Congratulations on everything that you are doing with the makeup line. And I think even bigger picture than that, empowering women and celebrating women and saying, hey, you know what? It's okay to be you. Thanks, Trini.
2: It's great to be you. <laughs> Thank you, <Bye>. Kat. <laughs>